You are listening to the RTE Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RTE One weekdays at 3.30. Now it's hard to believe, but it is 40 years since our next guest released his debut album, No Parley. Remember this? I'm the type man who's always on the road. Wherever I lay my head, that's my home. Well, he is back with a brand new album and he is coming to Ireland for some shows as well. We are delighted to have Paul Young on the show. Paul, how are you keeping today? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. Yes. Oh, lovely. Come here, we'll chat about your new album and your shows in a second. But can we go back to the beginning? Was music always the plan for you? Uh, pretty much so, yeah. It, it wasn't in my family, but uh, it, in fact, I, I bought the first record player that we, we ever had uh, with my paper money, uh, my paper round money. Yeah. And, uh, and um, so then I started to buy records, but I, I played a little bit of piano, and um, I could piece together what was happening on a record, what the bass was doing, the guitars and all that. So I, I was very interested in arrangements and things like that. When we listen to the 80s, first of all, the first thing I said backstage <laughs> earlier on getting ready for this, I said, you know what, I had Paul Young on my <laughs> wall in the 80s. I think I got a poster of you in Jackie, that girly magazine, the yeah. girl magazine. And you were, yes. you know, iconic. Your sound was iconic. I loved Common People. I'm yeah. sure I'm echoing so many 40, 50-something people in Ireland today. But um, that whole era, you guys, Wham, uh, you think of all the great bands, Duran Duran, the whole lot. It was just amazing. I don't think there'll ever be a time like that again. Yeah, I'm beginning to wonder that myself because uh, when uh, you did see all of us together when the Band-Aid record was made, and uh, it made you realise how how different each uh, artist sounded, uh, like Culture Club, Spandau, Duran. They all had very distinctive, very different sounds. The records were instantly recognisable when they came on the radio. And I'm not sure that happens so much now because a lot of the sounds are pretty identical. Yeah. yeah. And it's just the voice that sets them apart. Yeah. Paul, can you remember getting the call to, to record that? Because looking back at it now, like it was just such a huge success. But at the time, were you thinking, hang on, is, is this going to be big or is it going to be good or what's it going to be? Um, I... I didn't look at it any other way other than uh, uh, I'd realised that there was uh, a real problem in Ethiopia and that Bob was putting this record together. And he actually knew somebody that knew me and uh, well, he, got, he got in touch with my manager and, and uh, he passed my number on. So, so Bob called me direct. What a song. It's, a, it's an amazing song still. Did you know that your voice would have such an impact being the first voice and the whole lot? Did you know that at the time that he was going to choose you or how did that happen? I didn't know at all, no. In fact, when I went in to make the record, my piece was the piece in the middle 
that goes, here's to you, raise a glass for everyone, you know, that. And so I thought, well, I'd, I'd, I'd only had one successful album at that point, and everyone else in the room had loads. Yeah. So I thought, well, I've got a little bit in the middle, that's enough, you know, that will do nicely. Um, and uh, uh, it was only at the end of the day that I was called in. And, but the funny thing is about making records is, I've done this a lot. Uh, I think every musician does. You work on the record and you get a chance to sing it multiple times yeah. to get the best, you know. Yeah. And everybody listens to it back and then they go, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so it's great. Except yeah. for the first two lines. I'd just like to do those again. And so, and, and so just as this record, it was left to the end of the day. And in the end, they didn't know who to use. So they tried three or four people and, uh, and chose mine. Amazing, amazing story. Yeah, Paul, you had some fantastic collaborations down through the years, Shaka Khan and George Michael. How important were those collaborations to you? Um, yeah, they're very, they, they always happen by chance. And, uh, but I was very happy that they did. I've never ever, people always say, who would you like to duet with next? I don't have someone, you know, but then, then I meet somebody and an opportunity comes up, like the Chaka Khan thing. Yeah. I met her at Stevie Wonder concert and told her I was doing a song she'd cut when she was 17. And she said, uh, is it finished? I said, no, we're working on it now. She said, well, we should do it together. And I went, oh, uh, yeah, great. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and the, uh, the Clanad collaboration is one of my favorites because I think it was so unexpected. And I, I, I hate to be predictable. Um, was only because I'd got a new band together, half American, half English. So we did a series of low-key shows in Ireland to get to know each other. And then Clan had heard that I was doing some shows, and they thought, oh, I wonder what it sound like if he sang this song, which they were already recording for a movie called Switch. And um, it happened by accident, and it's, it's one of the favourite ones I've ever done. It's and it's strange because almost you wouldn't put you guys together theoretically no. but it just shows you sometimes that that kind of evolution when it happens it's beautiful yeah. and it's so natural let's move to today because we all know about your past you've got a new album and actually we have a piece we have one of the the songs from that this so let's have a listen That. Gorgeous, stars go blue, and that is the singing single from the album Behind the Lens. Mm -hmm. It's a really different sound again, Paul. Uh, yeah, I do like to try and uh, always come up with a different sound, uh, not do anything that's too predictable. Uh, it's strangely though, this was a this is a COVID album that's only just come out because uh, I don't have a home studio. And so I thought, well, what can I do? I'm getting bored now. And let's have a look at some of the projects I've done in the past. And this was a Ryan Adams song that I'd cut. Mm -hmm. And then I found out that um, the cause had done it with, with Bonner. And I thought, damn, I've been beaten to the punch and I left it. Yeah. But then <laughs> it, enough years passed and I played it again. I thought, yeah, but my version's a really good version. Yeah. And it's, it sounds sat on the shelf so um uh so that became one of 12 tracks uh, really that makes the album yeah paul how do you keep your voice in such good nick because you we were listening to you earlier on there i said this fella's singing like a 20 year old 
Oh, well, I'm glad you think so. Uh, it's changed a lot, I think, since I was 20. Uh, lots of people's voices, they tend to get a lot warmer and wider as, as you get older. So uh, I always, uh, I, I use the high end all the time, you know, when I was doing my hits. Yeah. But now I've got the opportunity, I've, I've got a nice mid-range, uh, a warm mid-range sound, and uh, I can go pretty low as well. Yeah. I mean... Or right down in my boots, uh, like if that. I want to. <laughs> okay, I suppose so, you're um, right. The older stuff was much higher. Yeah, right? It yeah, was yeah. just because it was the style you were singing at the time. Do you keep in touch with a lot of the 80s guys? Uh, yeah, I do. What, uh, the, the funny thing is we're always getting in touch and, and, and then we're always going, we must get together at some point. Uh, I spoke with Tony Hadley not long ago. Um, about something, uh, uh, and we were chatting. And then he said, hey, let's get together soon. And then, you know, we're all so busy. But um, there's a little something I'm doing in Germany that's coming up um, in the spring, and I just found out that Tony's going to be on it, Nick Kershaw is going to be on it, uh, quite a few people that I know. And uh, it's, it's when you all get together and you're so pleased to see each other, you know. Yeah, Nick Kershaw yes. with the hair. Do you remember he was so oh, famous God. with that hair? And who was the other guy? Kajagoogoo. Kajagoogoo. Lamal. Lamal. Where the yes, hairstyles yeah. were just as popular. Uh, Paul, we, we, when we told people you, you were coming on the show, we asked them if they had any questions, and we got loads and loads and loads and loads and loads. But here's one of them anyway. It came in from Deirdre Heffernan, and she wants to know what song uh, you most enjoy singing after all these years. Oh, um, there are... Um, out of my hits... Which I suppose that's what people want to know yeah. about. Um, I would say it's every time you go away because, um, although it's a ballad, it's a big ballad yeah. and there's a lot of dynamics in the song. So I, I can raise it up. It gets really big on the chorus and it drops a bit. Yeah. Um, and it's an easy one for the audience to sing along to. I mean, in the past, I've grabbed people from the crowd and had a dance with them while the guitar players do the solo and we can have fun with it, you know, so. Yeah. But um, also, it's got that lovely opening that goes da 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 yeah. da da, and everybody knows that intro. Yeah, I know a couple of fellas on this team, Paul, who did very well out of that song <laughs> at the discos. <laughs> and a couple of girls too on this team as well, who did very well out of that we song. We won't pointing the fingers at anyone, Paul. <laughs> we won't reminisce too much. Thank God there were no phones. Thank God there were no phones back in the day, Paul. That's all we'll say. Listen, we're very excited for you to come yeah. to Cork here as well. You'll be in the opera in Cork. You're going to be in Limerick as well. Yeah. And you're going to be in Dublin. In Dublin. So that'll be You must be looking years. forward to those uh, gigs, Paul. Yes, I am. I love coming to Ireland. Yeah, uh, we, we, we love having you. And thank you so much, Thanks Paul so Young, much, for Paul. coming on the show today. What a pleasure. Uh, absolute pleasure. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing everybody. Yeah. I, I wasn't too sure Maura would make it through the whole interview with all the lovely posters <laughs> she had up on the, up on the wall in the Aran Islands years and years oh, ago. Oh, I did. It was so funny. It's just God yeah. to remember all that. See, we, we had nothing else, nothing else back in those days. We were lucky with posters. Paul Young. <laughs> well, we were lucky to have Paul Young and all those lovely 80s hot guys. Uh, thank Paul, you, Paul. thanks a million. <laughs> Great fun. Thank you so much. Uh, good fun. Of course, you can catch Paul in the Opera House here in Carton on the 27th of February. And he'll also be in Limerick and in Dublin. Mm. And we will put all those dates up on our social media pages at RT Today. No, that's one for the, for the, for the Times now on the Today Show. Oh, no, as in Paul Young on the show. Paul Young's amazing. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. I remember my sister had posters just like you yeah, as well. I, know, yeah. I was just a little bit too you are, young. Yeah. But like we'd have known all the songs. Yeah, we did. But the thing is, you see, I could now still sing any of those songs, yeah. remember every single word. Like Ross Common People. Do you remember that one? I don't remember that one. That was obviously the Kerry version of that song, yes. But it was very, very well received. They were Kerry brilliant. And, and Ross Common. Anyway, that was great, Paul Young. Thanks so much. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the Today Show every weekday on RTE1 from 3.30. Or if you missed the show, you can watch it back on the RTE player. Visit rte.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.